All right, hello everybody. Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. I uh, hope you've had a fantastic week. Yeah, it could have been a better week, guys. I know I didn't really want to do a, a bonus episode this week, but here we are. Norm MacDonald died. And he was a hero to me. He's probably a hero to a lot of you guys out there. So this isn't going to be a great music episode or anything like that. This is just going to be an episode just talking about Norm MacDonald, the influences he's had on, on myself and, and, and others and kind of what led to this podcast even coming about at all. It's uh, definitely motivated by Norm MacDonald. A lot of people have their podcasts sort of inspired by a Joe Rogan or something like that, but um, not really me and I don't know. It's a real sad day, guys, on uh, September 14th, and uh, so I chatted to Curtis, so that's what this podcast is, it's just basically Curtis and I gushing over Norm, kind of uh, letting you guys know how much he meant to us, and just a bit of a tribute to the great man himself, the great Canadian, Norm MacDonald. Um, we've got some cool music stuff coming up at the future, guys, got a good episode for you guys uh, coming out on Monday. Um, but just thought I would just take this opportunity to pay tribute uh, to one of my heroes. Uh, Norm MacDonald, rest in peace. <clears throat> Excuse me. That burp was for you, Norm. And uh, yeah, so we just get into this. This is a little quick episode, guys. If you're a Norm MacDonald fan, you might appreciate some of the stuff we're saying. If you're not a McDonald, uh, Norm MacDonald fan, then uh, this might inspire you to become one. Because uh, you missed out. You really missed out on... An incredible mind, not just with comedy. He was he was just an intelligent fella all around, and uh, still made me laugh my ass off on too many times to count. So, without further ado, guys, here's uh, here's Curtis and I chatting about the loss of Norm Macdonald. Have a great week. <laughs> Recording's in progress. All right, so Curtis is here with us. Say hi to everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks for having me back, Scott. Good to be here, as always. No, it's a bad time to be here, man. Fucking September 11 was a fucking day of mourning, but then September 14th happened. And, yeah, fucking... How did you find out the news, man? Uh, Your brother actually sent me a message. First thing in the morning, like... Uh, it must have been, you know, six thirty or something. That he's I'll a fucking, and, he's um, an early bird, man. He's a really early bird, and he scours the uh, the internet. Yeah, see, I was up uh, not much later than that, and I woke up to a, a message from both of you, and fucking, my heart just dropped, man. Fucking Norm Macdonald, Jesus Christ! I hope you got a drink with your man because uh, this podcast episode is all about just paying tribute to this man uh, and the influence that he had on both of us, man. Because a true you know, living legend, and yeah. He's not a living legend anymore, but he was. He was. Last week, that was true. (laughs) An ex-living legend. Yeah, these podcasts don't date very well. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, so fucking... Yeah, that was sad, man. Yeah, and dude, it was kind of cool, like in a weird kind of uh, juxtaposition of things. You know how everybody thought, like, you know, when 9-11 actually happened, um, Mm -hmm. how there was this outpouring of um, unity and tolerance and um, compassion from everybody. 
right? Yeah. yeah. Norm did that, at least to my Twitter feed. Like, it was ridiculous to just mm. see this. Like, there, there were people that, like, you, you didn't know were Norm fans. Like, even Bob Dole tweeted about it. Right? And he Who? used to do a, a ex fucking. Yeah, Norm used to do an impression of Bob Dole, the fucking president or whatever, fucking way back on Saturday Night Live. And he was. Uh, okay. He even tweeted about it, fucking missing Norm. Wow, that's amazing. Like, it was crazy. Like, everybody that knows Norm knows he was the best. Oh, and we're not going to get a joke so... writer like that or a, a fucking dude that could confuse yeah. people and also inspire people as much as fucking Norm MacDonald, man. It was so fucking awesome. And I've just dropped my cigarette on the floor. Give me a second. Yeah, no, nah, good. But yeah, man, that was extremely, extremely heartfelt and touching, dude. Like, I mean, uh, we're both fans of comedy. We both uh, probably follow similar people on Twitter. And yeah, just seeing the outpour of emotion from all of these massive names in comedy. they And hearing some of their stories as well was actually amazing, dude. Like, some people that you look up to the most in, in comedy, you know, big names like, you know, Chris Rock, Adam Sandler, they all looked up to Norm. Because Absolutely, they all thought man. he and was he used to see it. the funniest guy on the planet, you know? Yeah. Norm mm. held court whenever he was with anybody, it seemed. He just held court. Um, and you, you could see it sometimes. Yeah. There was like a panel uh, fucking of everybody from one of those um, grown-ups movies or whatever, all on Conan one time. So you got your Schneider, you got your David Spade, Nick Swartzen's there, and fucking yeah, yeah. Um, and Norm's there. Every story is just about Norm. Everything. Yeah. Everybody just looks up to fucking Norm. He's the goat, right? But yeah, um, it's was, more than that. The it's, comics it, comic, as they say. Like all he's the way more. Comedians. He's way him, more yeah. than um that guy in fucking that Billy Madison. That's Billy's mm. drunk friend. He's way more than that. Like he had all these offshoot roles. He was never a fucking leading man in in any massive blockbuster or anything. But in the comedy world, he was fucking way more than that. He was just like the best. And so this is the, yeah. the, the first thing I want to talk about with you, man. It's fucking how much his podcast influenced this thing yes. that's happening right now. This all started from being super inspired by fucking Norm MacDonald Live. It was a yeah. video podcast. Um, we were obsessed with this thing, man. It was the greatest podcast ever. A hundred percent, man. Watched that shit so many times on repeat. It was the whole format of it. It actually made me fall in love with like with comedy, really. I mean, I've always been a fan of comedy growing up and stuff like mainly movies and stuff, though. But seeing Norm and that podcast made me become a fan of like actual just joke writing, stand up style comedy. I mean, what he did in that podcast wasn't stand up, but it was still like that art form of stand up writing jokes and the delivery of the jokes and interacting with people in a way that's always fucking hilarious man yeah i love and, that and norm is beyond just the joke it's like when he does the joke the way he places the joke and sometimes the joke is what the reaction to the joke is going to be if you know what i mean he, yes. he could do that yes. better than anybody yeah. where what made it so funny was that it was so bad that yeah it was a lot of the time like perfect thing the joke the joke was so funny because 
you're laughing at the joke because it sucks, but at the same time, you're laughing at yourself and the way that he just committed to it. Like yeah. you were laughing on so many different levels. Like it was just the whole experience. He like had this Norm's way of like blending amazing. sophistication with like just silly. It was just yeah. silly, just silly, silly jokes. Fun, taking the piss, yeah. And you know the, the reason why I like this podcast um, has the intro music it has is because of the late yeah. night talk show vibe that we were trying to go for from the Norm Macdonald podcast. And Norm Macdonald yeah, Live, yeah. like um, even before I even did anything with this podcast, put anything online five, six years ago, however long ago it was now, about five years ago, um, we had f like done like an intro sequence that we had filmed together. You were going to be my Adam Egot on yes. this podcast, right? <laughs> And we were like frantically yeah. trying to write jokes. We were going to have a joke segment just like Norm Macdonald. And yeah, we were trying to get cards. the panel go on the same and like have a guest on. And then, but kind of just, we were 100% trying to do that. And then yeah. you moved to Melbourne, things kind of fell apart. So I just ended up putting music up and just took it in the whole musical yeah. direction. But it was supposed to be fucking Norm Macdonald down under. Yeah, yeah, which is the gayest it. thing that's probably ever come out of my mouth. But you know what I mean. <laughs> well, we weren't going to call it that, so it's all good. But yeah, we were trying to rip off the style. It was always going to be called Donald the Jam Live. Room Podcast, but it, it was yeah. going to be like that, man. And fucking, you went to LA, you met Adam Egot. It's like the closest yes. like we ever got to Norm on my Bucks night. We tried to call Adam Egot, and he blocked our number or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, that was amazing. I remember going to the comedy store in LA, um, off your advice, actually. You're I like, insisted oh, you went, man. Store. I insisted. I'm like, you're totally right. I have to go there while I'm here. I go there and I go to the front desk and I just ask the the chick at the chick serving tickets and um, I'm just like, oh, is is Adam Egot here by any chance? And she was just like, oh, like odd thing to ask, but yeah, yeah no one ever asks like, for Adam Egot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And um, she was like, oh, I think he's just out the front, like having a smoke or something. I go out there and I'm like, <gasps> like me and him locked eyes from a distance of about 10 meters. And I just was just like, wow, in awe, it's actually him. But he was kind of just like shocked, like what the hell, who is this guy? Why does he want to see me? Because he doesn't really get that reaction from people, you know, because he's, Adam Egan is pretty much only famous from the the norm mcdonald life well he's the podcast, booker for the right? comedy store that's why he, yeah, he yeah. knows norm and was in all that sort of stuff but he was like the booker for the comedy store while doing that podcast and stuff but he's not a comic no one yeah, recognizes no, him no. but every comic knows him because they go through him to to book those um yeah, sets or exactly. whatever you know? but but fans of comedy don't necessarily know who he is though. like comics know who he is 100 percent. you yeah. wouldn't know him why should you <laughs> It, it's only because yeah, of Norm Macdonald Live, like, and that's exactly why you should know him. Because that thing yeah, was fucking comedy exactly. gold all the way through. And fucking, like, there is too many great Norm moments to talk about. And, like, I didn't want to, like, do, like, a, oh, what's your favorite Norm joke or anything? I didn't want to do anything like that. There's because too many anyway. <laughs> there's way too many, and we were trying to do a Norm impression, and that's just insulting just kill to it. everybody. We'd just destroy you know? it, yeah. And it wouldn't even be like, and it's everyone's norm impression is not norm. It's certainly not what norm became later on in life. Like the the high pitched nasally sort of, eh, eh, sort of thing is definitely yeah. what he was like as a as a young dude. But that's like yeah. '90s norm. You yeah, know? exactly. He evolved a bit. Yeah, he evolved heaps, man. But like, 
without saying like favorite jokes or anything like that, do you have like some of the, the like favorite moments of his? Like things that he just did that just destroyed. Mm, not from the podcast. Cause I mean, there's just so many moments from the podcast that to me were just fucking yeah. amazing, which were mainly based around the jokes <laughs> yeah. and just the way that he sort of spoke to the guests and, uh, he was a great interviewer. Yeah, yeah. And what's so strange is like looking, um, looking back on all of his talk show appearances as a guest, like when he was on like a, like a Letterman or a Conan or whatever. He was the best at that, right? Yeah. And he yeah. did it his way. It was fucking amazing. And then to see him become the host and knowing that he looked up to people like Larry King or whatever, <laughs> like these old timey fucking styles, like a Johnny Carson style, but with fucking norm doing it it was insane to see that transition yeah. just like as a guest he was fucking on fire and then would absolutely like destroy a show yeah. sometimes and be completely definitely like inappropriate but then when he read it as a host he was inappropriate as fuck and made the guests uncomfortable like he followed that through he made that transition is like all right i made everybody uncomfortable in this room I'm going to now be the host and make everybody uncomfortable, but it's my show now, you know? That was a genius yeah, yeah, behind yeah, yeah. Norm MacDonald Live. And fucking, this is one thing I was thinking. He was so politically incorrect according to today's standards. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The use of words, like, I was even, like, going down, obviously, rabbit holes um, since it happened, checking out a whole bunch of shit on YouTube, and there's there's things that that happened live on air or live on radio that is now bleeped on YouTube. Oh, for real. Yeah. Because he says the N word Oh, or, okay, or, yeah, or yeah. other sort of stuff. Like sometimes you don't really know what he fucking said. Like he, he goes pretty <laughs> bad. And like, even in Norm McDonald live, which was only a few years ago, man, like his absolute mm. flagrant use of the word retard, like that's how we should all honor Norm is just like at one point in the week, use the word retard to describe yes. something. I don't care. <laughs> no, you can call your thing. microwave a retard if it's not working. Like just like, let's not let go of this flagrancy. It's funny as fuck. And Norm was the best at using these words that just like, oh my God, are you really dropping that right now? Like, dude, he made sexual assault jokes at the fucking correspondence dinner with bill clinton yes oh man like, he, he congratulated steel, the president dude. of Nothing getting a third star point. general female for the first time ever and his joke was she's finding it a, a like a hard time sexually harassing herself he said that to the <laughs> president <laughs> Uh, so good. Speaking of the retard thing, though, that uh, just reminded me. Do you remember when um, he was on like a talk show and he was trying to make a joke and he would usually say the word retard, but he kind of knew he'd already been in trouble in the past for sort of saying that. Yeah, sort of so he would purposely TV, say it sometimes. So. Yeah, but he tried. To, um, he's he tried to replace retard with something much worse he was talking to like he had some slang term for like down syndrome or something that he used instead and it was just came off way worse i think he just oh, said straight down syndrome like, like that that yeah. whole fucking like what are you retarded oh, I, yeah. I said i wouldn't do a normal what impression are you, like what are you, what are you retarded down no syndrome? i can't say that what are you down syndrome like 
It's yeah. just so bad. He's trying to be a little bit no, more But he's correct. so fucking smart. He's aware of what the fuck he's doing. He didn't do that by accident. He's mm. pointing out the absurdity of people getting offended by these stupid words. The point he's making is, what are you, an idiot? Yeah. Like, it's that. And it's just using yeah, a different yeah, word. Yeah. That's all he's saying. That, that was the genius of Norm. That, like, <clears throat> he would just fucking spin it in a way that, like, nothing would ever stuck to him, you know? And no one yeah. could, like, I know he got cancelled for all those OJ jokes on Saturday Night Live and all that sort of stuff. They were fucking <laughs> hilarious. He was better off without them. I hope he lived a fucking fantastic life. The, the clip that sticks out to me, like, with his, like, interactions with that sort of uncomfortable environment, right, was on The yeah. View that time when he went on there and started accusing yeah. Bill Clinton of being uh, a murderer. We and, just need to start fresh in the White House, you know. Get rid yeah. of, get rid yeah. of the murderers. We need less we don't homicide want in, the, in the White House. That's all I'm trying to say. And so he just starts going off of it, and then keeps doubling down on it. They start asking about things. He start talking about Bill Cosby. He's like, I'm a fan of Bill Cosby. The way you might be a fan of uh, Bill Clinton, you know. We all have our opinions. <laughs> you know, like he just he just doesn't fucking let it go. And it's one of the yeah. funniest fucking things I've ever seen in my life. Um, hundred percent, man. But there, there's so fucking much. He did much so to it. many good things, though. It's hard to rattle off. I mean, uh, the roasts that he did, the one of Bob Saget was pretty amazing. Dude, a lot I'm of people gonna, didn't know how to take that in the I'm gonna, I'm going to end this podcast with that roast. That's going to be the music that I'm going to show at the end of this podcast. It's not going to be music oh, this week. Amazing. I'm going to put the roast of Bob Saget because that's that, you know how earlier I mentioned how it's not the joke, it's why he did it and how he yeah. did it and in the the yeah. space that he did it in and the way people react to it so to come up to this comedy central roast where everybody's just fucking throwing the the most brutal shit they could possibly come up with yeah he comes up there and tells jokes from the 50s that uh, like uh, you're gonna hear it, it you're gonna hear it at the end of this because it was just a, a stroke of gene like and you know this is how it relates to music it's not about the yeah. skill of everything. It's the choices, right? You make the right yeah, choices 100%. and the context kind of fills it in and that becomes perfect in that moment. That's what Norm did with comedy. He fucking made the perfect choices all the fucking time, man. I've never seen anything that didn't make me laugh at some level. I've never heard any, yeah. any clip of Norm fucking make me cringe or maybe go, oh, I don't agree with that or whatever. Everything's just fucking gold. Everything is gold. And a lot of the time, even if you might not find it traditionally funny, like on face value, it just, it's so hilarious just because of how awkward it makes everyone in the room feel. You're like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, yeah. And, and, and that's especially prevalent with the, uh, the, Bo the Bob Saget. Yeah, and and that's he, not by accident. It's a hundred percent by design. Yeah, yeah, the more you definitely. know Norm, you, well, at least you, that, I don't know Norm. I never fucking met him, but I've watched probably hundreds of hours and listened to all of his radio appearances and fucking everything to do with Norm. There is nothing yeah, about man. Norm I have not seen already, as far as YouTube's concerned. Yeah. Except for his sitcom. I didn't really watch all of that. The Norm Show sitcom. Yeah. Didn't watch all of that. No, didn't, didn't really, really care. Rerun that didn't much. really care about yeah, that, but... but yeah the more you know the more you realize that he, he's orchestrating everything here you know yeah a little bit got out of his hands you could kind of sense it when that norm mcdonald live podcast uh moved to netflix for a season 
Yeah. You could kind of see a little bit being out of his hands there. It was a little bit weird. That's why I don't survive one season. And some of the most awkward moments was happening in that, that season. Yeah, I think a lot of that was, I mean, the awkwardness was, again, orchestrated by Norm, but the reason why it wasn't such a success, I think, was just because of the executives and Netflix are like, you know, we need this style of show. And yeah. Yeah, I think they kind of just tamed Not allowed to say retard anymore. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So he was kind of just watching his ass a little bit because he, he was in trouble a lot with, uh, you know, the mainstream media and... He had to publicly apologize on a, a big platform like a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> Dude, people have come after We're, Norm forever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think he was just kind of watching his ass a bit on the, the Netflix show. But um, the true gold was in Norm MacDonald Live anyway. So Yeah. It was all there, and it was the oranges of this fucking podcast, man. So we don't want to make yeah, this man. too long. We like we could gush for fucking ages, and we'll probably finish this little episode and still gush over fucking Norm because there is yeah. so much in there. But like, all I could recommend is to just find anything that has Norm in it and watch it, and just pay close attention to this man. He's a yeah, fucking genius. Hundred percent. Check him out. Yeah. Godspeed. Cheers, Norm McDonald. Thanks for coming on, Curtis. Rest in peace, yeah, brother. Thank you, man. All right. Norm MacDonald, the origins of the Jam Room podcast. Here we are. Cheers, right. guys. See you, guys. Our next roaster used to be on Saturday Night Live. Now he just watches it. <laughs> well, up until last week when a hooker stole this TV. Please welcome the incoherent Norm MacDonald. <laughs> I want to start with John's famous or esteemed uh, roast master, John. Well, John has a reputation for being a bit of a swinger. Did you know instead of an umbilical cord, John was born with a bungee cord? <laughs> and Cloris Leachman is here. Cloris? Cloris, if people say you're over the hill, don't believe them. Why, you'll never be over the hill, not in the car you drive. <laughs> Greg Giraldo is here. He has the grace of a swan, the wisdom of an owl, and the eye of an eagle. Ladies and gentlemen, this man is for the birds. Susie Essman, of course, is famous for being a vegetarian. Hey, she may be a vegetarian, but she's still full of baloney in my book. I... <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey, one of my best friends. I love Gilbert. When you go to the men's room later, you'll see a sign that says, gentlemen, pay no heed, go right in. There's no room that says scoundrel on it. But now we come to Bob Sagan. That's why we're all here. Bob?
Bob, you have a lot of well-wishers here tonight, and a lot of them would like to throw you down one, a well. They want to murder you in a well. Seems a little harsh, but apparently they want to murder you in a well, it says here on this card. Now, but Bob has a beautiful face, like a flower. Yeah, cauliflower. <laughs> no offense, but your face looks like a cauliflower. As you can see, he has wavy hair. It's waving goodbye on account he's going bald. No, I think that, uh, that Bob should join the Ku Klux Klan. And that's not because he's racist. He's not racist. It's just that he'd look a lot better with a hood over his head on account of his face. <laughs> now, I heard you have hair on your chest, Bob, and, uh, well, let me tell you something. That isn't your only resemblance to Rin Tin Tin. <laughs> You're a fucking dog face. <laughs> How can you not get that? <laughs> no, there are times when Bob has something on his mind when he wears a hat. <laughs> But no thoughts at all, just a hat. <laughs> and Bob is not very worldly. He thinks the English Channel is a British TV station and not a body of water separating England and France. <laughs> and Bob isn't the biggest sports fan. I don't think I'm telling any uh, tales out of school. I took him to a, I took him to a ball game and he came toting a double-barreled shotgun. Do you remember that? I said, what the H is that for? Bob said, I heard the lions were playing the tigers. Do you remember that? Yeah. Now, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. He's never bought Christmas seals. He told me he wouldn't know what to feed them. This concludes the joke. In all seriousness, Bob was the first comedian that I ever saw perform uh, when I was a boy, live, and uh, I loved him. Uh, but one thing that bonds us as comedians is we're bitter and jealous, and and we hate everyone else that has any success. But. Bob, honestly, has never had an unkind word for anybody, and uh, I love him, and I hope uh, everybody else does, so uh, I just want to say that. Thank you.